Hello, and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound in video games. I'm Noel. I am Nathan. And today we are talking about Elden Ring. Hottest game of 2024. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the announce the um the expansion was just announced. Yes, Shadow 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 yeah, of the Earth or Shadows to, of the Earth. I was trying to remember if it was singular or plural as well. I, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm very excited for it, but I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, yeah, looks Which great. The trailers looks awesome. It got me very Elden Ring excited again. It got me very Elden Ring excited again, too. And I logged, like, I, I beat it when it came out back in um, 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think my final playtime after, like, finishing, like, I think I fought all the bosses and everything, was, like, 120 hours. And yeah. then I was still, like, I'm still ready to go back and play more. Like, I want I want more Elden Ring. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yep. My playtime is 90 hours. And I've not beat it yet. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the 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 expansion has prompted me to jump back in. I'm like, okay, I've got to finally beat Elden Ring. It's kind of been my, my whale. <laughs> well, it's like okay, it's, it's a big a game. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about mm-hmm. in Elden Ring by itself. Not even just like the sound and the music and all that part of it. But it's just a big. It's just a big game. Like 120 hours is especially for a game like this, which, I mean, it is a Japanese developed rpg i wouldn't really call it like a jrpg but usually like jrpgs are like my 100 plus hour like single player kind of like padded out content typically a lot of like long battles and like you know turn based like like things that just like get to those play like those hours mm-hmm. elden ring is 120 hours of just constantly new bosses and areas and you know places like just it's it's just a big game with a lot of content in it which is which is really cool but i guess for anyone who doesn't know what this game is or how it's roughly structured would you like to give a brief overview of elden ring as a game so elden ring is uh, an arpg by from software um it's a miyazaki game if that means anything to you so it's kind of in the uh Souls-like or Bloodborne, it's very much in that cloth. Um, but it's like a new franchise. That's uh, it's probably more like Dark Souls than any of those other ones I, I just mentioned. Um, but it's definitely like a new world, uh, and like like these other from software Miyazaki games, kind of the the main talking point, the crux of it is, is that it's just very difficult. Like it feels like games of old where it doesn't hold the player's hands at hand at all. It's easy to kind of work yourself into a corner and just like be stuck because you're doing something wrong and you have to kind of figure it out yourself. Um, it's just, yeah, very unforgiving. Uh, like you lose, you can lose progress every time you die. You kind of lose all the experience that you've gained if you haven't been able to level up yet if you die and then are not able to fight back to your body. Um, and it's just very kind of punishing and frustrating and bosses are um, kind of infamously difficult a lot of the time. It's just like there's yeah. certain points people get to and it's like, did you get to this boss yet? Yep, that one sucks. Like that one's super <laughs> frustrating. Uh 
And uh, like Nathan and I, Nathan and I were discussing before we started recording, there's like certain builds that just really struggle against certain bosses. And it's not like you can skip this. It's just you got to figure it out or change your build. Um, and yeah, and it also kind of stylistically follows in the footsteps of a lot of other From games in, in that it's kind of like just very weird. Like as the player, you kind of feel like a fish out of water. You don't really know what's going on. The world almost doesn't makes sense like it's kind of parsable but just like there's king a king sitting in a castle but he's like surrounded by zombies but he just seems to be a normal person and it's like how are you here just existing it's just like the world doesn't totally make sense but there's definitely a a narrative and there's like a a lot of kind of lore happening yeah. but you have to discover there's a lot of lore yeah, yeah a lot of lore but it's like baked into item descriptions and stuff you got to go looking for it and figure it out um, yeah a lot of lore but not like a not ton of actual story like in the game yeah. really is i mean things happen there's npcs you talk to them but everything's very just cryptic and kind of intentionally hard to decipher mm-hmm. even the quest lines you are doing and sort of the motivations of people and the things that happen to people, which is also like just kind of their, you know, the Miyazaki and the FromSoft, these games is sort of staple where it's, yeah, you just weird. kind of have to figure it out yeah. what's going on um, mm-hmm. or watch a very long lore video on YouTube to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah. 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 Um, let's Combat's see. like Monster Hunter kind of. Yeah, the bosses yeah. are also kind of like Monster Hunter. Yeah, I like to describe it. It's a little different, but the gameplay moment to moment is very much like they took kind of like a Monster Hunter esque combat system. It's very like animation, like kind of committal and heavy, and sort of threw it into like a more actual RPG. Mm-hmm. That yeah. also happens to be very difficult and kind of mystical and just cryptic. Yeah. And, yep. And I will say, I will say where this where this kind of departs from other. Uh, from soft games is that it's like much more open world and less linear. There's like a lot of just big open maps. You can kind of run around and explore. Um, and I think that that led to this game's success, like dark souls games and stuff were very popular, but I feel like Elden ring kind of just like broke out into the mainstream in a way that the souls games had not. And I think that it, that is because of the open world nature the Souls games could be particularly frustrating because if you got stuck on something, you kind of just had to keep trying. Whereas with Elden Ring, if you got stuck, you'd be like, well, I can just go somewhere else and like go level up for a while and try something else. And I think that that kind of opening up the loop a little bit made it much more approachable without really sacrificing any of the difficulty. Um in a really, I think that's like a good, this a really difficult open world game is I think maybe a formula that we'll kind of see being repeated now because I think it worked, it worked really, really well. So, yeah, especially uh, in, it it definitely like dark, everyone, I think dark souls was a pretty pop. If you were like a gamer, you knew what dark souls was. Right. But it didn't like Elden Ring sold crazy numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like one of the, if not the biggest game really of 2022, I would say. And it's just nuts that it got that big. And I think you're exactly right that at least for me, I mean, it was the first from souls born, whatever game, they also make Armored Core, so I should probably say Soulsborne game. But it's the first like Soulsborne-ish one of those that I actually beat. And I think, yeah, like you said, having the freedom to kind of go do other things if I felt like, oh, this is really tough. Or it makes it a little less oppressive, I feel like, just to, like, you're in a dungeon. It's, like, really hard. And, like, man, I just want to go, I don't know, explore a field for a while. I'll just, like, warp out to, you know, some nice 
place and then just run around and find a cool little ruin and get a new sword and be like, oh, this is fun. This is like, it's a little less like mentally taxing than yeah. throwing yourself at some enemies in a dungeon over and over again. Um, yeah. So the open world part was really cool. It's and really that's probably a good place good to transition into the yeah. sound of yeah. everything. Because yeah. Yeah. one of the biggest... Uh, I, there's, there's a lot to talk about between music and, and sound in this game. Um, I want to start, I think, with music, um, just because music is one of the, I think, also departures that it took from some of their other, like, Bloodborne and Dark Souls and those, in that in most of these From games, music typically plays in a few very specific situations. There's boss fights, um, are really like the main one, um, where like things will queue up and there's some epic boss theme while you're getting destroyed by the difficult boss. Mm-hmm. You usually get them stuck in your head because you're fighting these bosses over and over again. Right. So there's yeah. a few very identifiable ones. BTSD. And there's also like yeah. the title, mm-hmm. um, the title screen, which Elden Ring's title music is very good. I'll be piping it in probably behind me as I'm it's talking it's right it's now. It's it sets you up for a very cool epic adventure. It's very grand. It's very like serious and then the like kind of like respite like resting places right like firelink shrine and dark souls was Mm -hmm. kind of like the the big one that had like some nice pleasing just okay this is my it's very resident evil like this is my safe space yeah yeah um and elden ring has aspects of all those things it has boss fights it has you know the boss music title music i think like the keep you go into has maybe some music that plays um Mm -hmm. i remember correctly uh but it also switches things up in that it plays more ambient music even just as you're kind of wandering the open world mm-hmm. which is not at least as far as i'm aware from the souls games i've played something they've really done much of before mm-hmm. um so in elden ring when you kind of first get out of the tutorial area and you walk out and you're you see like Limgrave, kind of the opening area and you start like kind of walking out like these horns just start to sort of play in the background as you're walking out and you've I think kind of been like a cave until now so you like walk out and it's like you hear like wind wrestling and there's things blowing around like these horns start playing it's not very involved or very like you know loud even it's just sort of like a few kind of sparse, very mm-hmm. like Breath of the Wild y yeah, horns exactly playing as you're wandering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a very like I wasn't I wasn't expecting that at all, at least. Um I was kind of expecting the typical like if you're not in a boss or in kind of like your safe zone, it's just gonna be quiet. Um yeah. at least from a music perspective. There'll be like sounds and enemies mm-hmm. and things. But they very much intentionally piped that in there. I thought that was an interesting design choice. Did you notice that as well when you um when you first were kind of jumping into the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of my, that's kind of my, was my main talking point on the music is, yeah, it is, it's very like sparse, um, Breath of the Wild-y, but it is, it's like much, I feel Breath of the Wild is maybe not a totally great uh, comparison point because like Breath of the Wild, the music feels very, it's like kind of, you know, optimistic and adventure um, mm-hmm. And you use the word oppressive before when talking about like the gameplay, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like even even the title screen, like everything feels very just like depressing. Like it's all very it's all very sad. These like ambient things, they're usually like in minor keys or like, you know, 
sus chords like everything's a little bit dissonant and they kind of like pan in it's just like that doesn't it's not like totally harmonious and then it never really resolves it just kind of like it keeps going and it's not like it's not overly it's not unpleasant to listen to it all but it's also not happy it's like very it's very yeah it's it's like kind of like it's waiting for the you know uh a spring that never came it's just like yeah it's very like desolate is kind mm-hmm. of my like go-to description of a lot of those like ambient music moments in this game in particular and just yeah the general generally right like yeah it feels i mean these games all typically take place in kind of ruined worlds sort mm-hmm. of not quite like post-apocalyptic but things have just gone very downhill everything yeah. is kind of like dying or people are all messed up like whatever golden age that has happened a long time ago and we are <laughs> like yeah. in like ruins and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it all feels very desolate and kind of just just downer it's a little bit it's a bit of a downer well, for sure. <laughs> it's even, certainly not like optimistic in any yeah. way <laughs> even that title theme like you kind of said like you're ready to go on an adventure like it does set you up but it's like you're you're gonna go delve into this thing and play it but you're not like it's not like oh welcome to the magical fun world <laughs> it's not like a jrpg opening title screen of yeah. like happiness no. and adventure this is going to be fun it's like get ready yeah. <laughs> this is, you're going to kind of go through hell to get through this yeah yeah and you, even even just yeah. the thing, like the, the how, how that fades in it's like very kind of slow and builds and the initial stings are just kind of like ooh, like it's kind of like get ready for a fight not like let's yeah. go do something fun it's like okay, yeah which okay. yeah. is also a good transition into the other big music cues which are the boss fights right mm-hmm. which is typically where you're going to hear stuff and those are just with the exception of, I think, some very intentional ones in some of their games are usually very, like, big, epic, kind yeah. of, like, choral, strange. Like, it's, like, very hype. Um, yep. Still usually kind of oppressive. It's it's not, like, hyped up. You know, it, once again, it's not like a JRPG, like, battle theme where it's, you know, meant to kind of psych you up and be like, this is going to be fun. It's very much like you are fighting a god. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, lots of... Um, uh, yeah, I would say it's, it's it's pretty typical of of like Eastern RPG boss music. Like it's not it's not anything too wild, but it's it's very well composed. It's good. It gets you into. It. I feel like the um they it, it fits the bosses well. Typically, like it's mm-hmm. kind of composed. The instrumentations the, the are is chosen well for each boss. Um, I think that also extends to like the zones in general. Like when you're in the kind of magic school, you get some more like like kind of plucky loot stuff starts going on. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh yeah, cool. We're kind of it's again, it's not happy. It still sounds kind of mm-hmm. uh, like sad and oppressive, but uh, that's kind of the main yeah. thing that changes as you go. Um, yeah, in the in those big open world zones, the, yeah, I think kind of as you get higher level, I also notice that it, the already sparse music becomes more sparse like as you kind of get through into later tiers of the game you get to some of the like even more visually desolate areas and it's just like yep there is even less background i'm kind of just in a i'm in a dead world now like there's nothing yeah. here <laughs> uh yeah definitely um yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a musical journey for sure i'm trying to think if there's any other good um kind of examples you you, you talked about to the kind of the the respite area sounds but mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like other than the main kind of hub zone you go back to like when yeah. you're at campfires there's really not much like it's it's pretty quiet when you're at the um, shrines is that what they're called 
uh, oh, the, the graces the graces this time around yeah right, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. the graces there pretty pretty quiet the bonfires i mean they're, they're bonfires yeah at this point <laughs> yeah exactly your guy sits around it like it's a bonfire despite just being like it doesn't appear to be giving off any heat like it's just a little light thing you're just sitting around but you know whatever yeah. it makes sense i don't know if, i don't know if your player <laughs> character really cares about warmth though <laughs> without going too into spoilers yeah yeah um <laughs> well, is there any music else on music you wanted to touch on you know i I'm sure there are like some cool boss themes we could like dissect and talk about at length, but I think there's a lot to talk about in just the general sound design of this game as well. So let's let's jump into that and you know, maybe once Shadow of the Earth Tree drops, we can have a retrospective best boss music nice. <laughs> episode or something. If you want to get more into the details there. Yep. Um Yeah, but I guess I kind of kicked off some of our music talk. Um what what do you yeah. what do you think of this game's approach in like sound design overall? Yeah, I've got I've got some I've got thoughts here. So it's very, um, I, I would say it continues to be like sparse in sound mm-hmm. effects and stuff, but it's not it's not subtle at all. Like it's very, very loud. It's very loud. All of the yeah. menus are very loud. Like the enemies are all very loud when they say something. They're not nothing really like murmurs quietly to itself. It's all mm-hmm. very like. It's, you know, zero or 100. Like, sure, there's, like, big stuff, and it'll, like, scream, and it's a, it's a little louder. turns it up to 11. But, um, yeah, everything from, like, the very beginning, like, when you hit start game and then continue, like, the big sting that happens when you hit that is loud. Like, it's, like, this big, you know, kind of JRPG-like music uh, f- flare, and it's just like, yep, okay, we're jumping in. Um the menu music is all, it's very, or the menu sounds are very, like, chunky when you pause and you're, like, moving around stuff. If it plays a sound, it's generally chunky. Um, there is some little more subtle stuff, like when you're flipping between different pages, you'll kind of get some some slightly quieter sounds. But, yeah, the menu sounds are loud. Uh, yeah, I've got a clip of just me opening up the menu and, like, equipping something. Yeah. The menu sounds are also kind of oppressive yeah. in Elden Ring, which is fascinating. Yeah. That even like that sort of plays into it, which I think it does. Like people are like, even like Dark Souls, people have kind of like talked about like, that's a really weird sound effect to just be like your menu sound where it's just like a big, I don't even know how to describe it, but just big kind of dark yeah, tonal kind of sounds when you're just like equipping something. It's yeah. like, why is this so much? I'm like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of intentional. Like, I'm sure it's just like a sound library pick from somewhere, but like, I think it is intentional to be choosing some of these like big heavy things in these games set in these kind of desolate, oppressive, dark, downtrodden, you know, yeah, worlds. It, it does. Yeah, it feels like, like you said before, like you're kind of somehow they do a good job of it. It almost feels like in, in those games, the menu is kind of like you're interfacing with a a machine that is like fun to interact with, like in typical JRPGs, right? It's like, oh, like Final Mm -hmm. Fantasy. It's like where you're interacting with a UI that is like pleasant and everything's working nicely and it's giving you nice user feedback where, where it feels like the, the sound here, it's like you're interacting with an old machine that's on the verge of breaking. It's like, everything's (laughs) like kind of doesn't sound smooth. It's like, it's like, Almost like metallic, like clanking sounds. Yeah, kind yeah. Of. It's like it's, these things aren't working well. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, and this and just the, the way it moves is kind of it, it it feels like a the world has moved on. Um but it's it's good. Like I I I have no complaints with it. And I think I think you're right. Like I think it is very very intentionally kind of chosen uh to to evoke that emotion. Um yeah. and not and not be super optimistic. Um but then yeah, let's talk about like combat sounds a little bit. So, mm-hmm. like I said, enemies usually will like Part of the tells are typically a sound, but there's not, it's not like a big broadcast thing. Um, and yeah, you know, things will grunt, things will roll at you. There's a lot of like squishy, wet sounding things that are <laughs> like unpleasant sounding. Um, yeah. And then, you know, bosses, some, some attacks will be much more, will be projected as audio much more than others. Um, and I guess, yeah, a, a big part of these games is you're trying to figure out like, boss attack animations because like we said it's so punishing if you get hit once or twice typically you die uh so you're like mm-hmm. trying to watch for animations and sounds cues to help you know when to dodge and when to when when it's safe for you to attack for a couple seconds um yep. so the, there is the audio is used as feedback there um a lot of the times if there there's like a lot of surprise enemies in this game or like something will attack you from you know around a corner or something like that or drop in from the ceiling Sometimes those have an audio tell. Sometimes they don't. It just depends on the enemy type. Um, usually those are yep. pretty loud as well if they do. So it kind of gets you in this mode where you're like have this sound anxiety where you hear something unexpected and you like hit the dodge button instinctively. because <laughs> Shield afraid. goes up yeah, as exactly. soon as you hear anything out of the ordinary. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, as far as like player character sounds, yeah, like when you raise your shield, there's like a little sound. Uh, maybe that's one of the more intentional. As you like cycle through equipped weapons, there's a sound. Um, but other than that, your character doesn't really vocalize ever. Like you don't speak. I think when you swing, I don't think you ever like grunt or anything. It's just the sound of you swinging the weapons or like the sound of a spell. If you're casting it kind of like, you know, the buildup, if it's like a fire spell, you hear kind of like the crackling and then the cast and it's very loud, like everything else, but your character's not really doing not vocalizing too much either yeah, yeah. i can't the, think the, of the, any like, examples but there's definitely um like the, the like um the, the one i hear the most often and it's usually a multiplayer um is when like someone else is with me and they like fall off a cliff or something oh, yeah. like scream as they're mm-hmm. falling down yep. or something yeah. which is always very funny um but yeah but the, 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 yeah your character is usually pretty when you take a lot of damage you'll kind of cry they'll, you'll, the, the, yeah there'll be like some grunts yeah. and cry outs but mm-hmm. they're not yeah they're not, yeah. they're not particularly vocal um yeah. outside of that also kind of a monster hunter thing yeah right right uh, yeah i guess monster hunters they don't really say much at all they just grunt and yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah the um you mentioned this with the combat specifically where um, like the tells and, you know, some of that and how like, I mean, every attack and everything, you know, there's loud sound effects playing kind of constantly in these like battles. Right. Right. And people, you know, the the large consensus I see online with these games and why people like them so much is that just like the combat just like feels really good. Right. Mm -hmm. They're just very fun to play. It feels very like responsive. Um, fair depending on like <laughs> fair depending on who you talk to yep. um and the boss that you're fighting but i think like you know the the animations and sort of the setups and all that stuff is a big part of it but i do think the sound is a pretty big factor in why it feels that way and why mm-hmm. people like have that sort of response to it in that like you said there's like very obvious like tells that you can like be listening for 
to know, you know, okay, he's about to do this attack. Like maybe he's going to stick his sword into the ground or something and then like do a big like, upheaval attack that's going to cause like the ground to like move. And right. like if you hear that, you know, there, there can be a lot going on in these fights, right? Especially if there's ads or particle effects or you're healing and you're just trying to like get away from someone or whatever. And you hear like, you know, a sword hit the ground. It's like, okay, I need to dodge out of here or mm-hmm. whatever. There's very much like you can kind of, you know, get into like the rhythm of those attacks and everything and sort of learn like, when to, you know, when to dodge, when to attack, or, you know, if they're casting spells or something that right. you can kind of like right. hear the different like effect they're about to use. Like, oh, that's the that's the beam spell. I need to make sure I'm like running because I can't block that one or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. There's definitely like the combat is very loud, very intentional. And I think that is a big like a big part of why it's like been successfully and critically like a success in that way amongst people. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like sound is, isn't a thing people talk about too much in these Souls games, but it's, um, yeah, across the board, I think it's it's like just very tastefully done. It's right like right where it needs to be to kind of fit the vision pretty well. Um, yeah, like I've got a I've got a small clip of me fighting one of the one of the bosses. I don't know if you've encountered him yet. Um, I'm not going to say who it is That's for fun. spoiler reasons in case yeah. anyone here is maybe picking up the game because the DLC is coming out soon and are playing for maybe like the first time. But this will demonstrate a few things we talked about yeah. between the music and just loud combat effects happening all of the time <laughs> and, yeah. and all of that. But yeah, just like listen to some of these, just like listen just to the, like the cacophony of sound that is happening in just this one fight with me and this boss. There's no ads or anything as far as I'm aware. Like yep. every it's loud. like so it's loud yep. and like so that enemy has like a big axe right and he's like swinging it around and like every it, at least to me and was watching that like every different like swing he did felt like a different sound going mm-hmm. on like if it's like the, he's taking the full thing and like both handing it like hitting in front of him versus like these like side swipes he's doing kind of like brushing the ground a little bit right. it's like all doing its own thing. So there's just like a lot of attention to detail, especially in the bosses in this game, but even like the little enemies, like it feels like they just make a lot of different sounds. Their attacks are like all very like intricately like tuned mm-hmm. to, you know, they're obviously like hitboxes and stuff, but even like just like the sound effects they're making and all that stuff, which, you know, I think is, is really cool. Like it's just, uh, you know, this game has a really good attention to detail, and I think the sound is a is a yeah. big part of that. Also, yep. that boss music is good. Big choirs as you're yeah. fighting. It's like wow, choirs, some horns, and a little strings maybe in there. Again, it's, it's yeah. nothing too like wild, but it's it's very it's uh, it's just like it's very well done. It's like it's not too over the top. It's not like too ac- actiony feeling either. It kind of has this like grandioseness without feeling too like yeah. upbeat and fun. It's just like, <laughs> this is intense. Like this is not a yes. happy thing we're doing. We are trying to stay alive in, in the face of this. Like I guess yeah. I'm like God basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we, um, yeah. let's talk a little bit about, I think you, you touched on it a little bit as well, but maybe just sort of the general like sound profile kind of ambience just as you're just playing this game outside of the music. We talked to this, about this a little bit with like those open areas mm. and the music there. Yeah. But I think, Footsteps. Another, 
Yeah, footsteps. Let's talk about footsteps mm-hmm. for a while. Um, which I will say, they do a good job too of like those those footsteps do change depending yeah. on where you are walking. It's it's what's well done too. Yeah. Um, but um, you know the, the the reason I want to talk about this in particular is we we were discussing Palworld on our last episode and how um, you know I think you, you loaded into one of like the desert canyony yeah, yeah. zones or whatever, and it was just kind of like like off-putting a little bit just like mm-hmm. how like weird like kind of quiet it was but also not because there yeah. was sound playing but it didn't really feel like you it didn't feel like you were there in any way it wasn't really mm-hmm. trying like it wasn't immersive and i think this game is like a very good counterpoint to that yeah and that like every place you are in even like quiet places that mm-hmm. are meant to be kind of like still or whatever still have like a lot of very loud ambient like just background noise playing yeah the tombs um, and the, the dungeons and stuff still do caves still do um yeah like um yeah like it's just it's it's crazy just how loud that still is for being you know I'll, I'll pipe in like one of the cave kind of pieces here like just one of those zones here but like you know you're just walking in like a you know old castle or whatever um mm-hmm. that is it's you're so you're inside right yeah. like when you're outside it makes sense there's gonna be like wind blowing and trees and there's like things right, happening right. or like lava or water or whatever there's like always sounds happening mm-hmm. but even in those like kind of quieter areas um there's just like yeah loud echoey things even like a little small like like a torch is going to be emitting like a lot of sound as you're like walking by it You know, you've got the enemy tells and kind of the enemy sounds kind of in the distance as you're approaching them. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's done in a way that always felt very just natural to me and kind of felt like fitting for like where you were. Yeah, it feels, again, like very intentional is the word I'll keep using where, again, we weren't mm-hmm. sure like if if the PAL world sound like, did they do this on purpose? It's kind of hard to tell because it's so weird. A lot of these areas still feel, like I said, like desolate, like they're not friendly or warm at all and i think they are very there's like the sound sound is used very sparsely but it feels very intentional still it's like i'm hearing what i'm supposed to be hearing in this area like you said like torches um like enemies patrol sounds and stuff like that um i'll feel like they're they're tuned they're tuned very well to where you are yeah absolutely and the you know you mentioned this as well with kind of enemy sounds but that despite the loudness of just kind of the areas you tend to be in or just the kind of all of the you know sounds that are playing around you mm-hmm. like I, this, this game does a good job too of you know enemies making sounds or kind of giving you like information just based on sound to kind of like guide you in certain places. Right. It does like you'll just be wandering in the open world or whatever. And you'll hear like a weird, like sparkling sound from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't know where you you can, you can very much like, especially if you're wearing headphones or whatever, you can very much like figure out where that is and like be guided towards that. And maybe there's like a secret bug you can kill to restore like one of your, you know, potion charges or there's like a something you know, or there, there's there's so many weird sparkle things that result in whatever. But there's a, just a lot of like cool uses of sound just to like guide you in certain ways. Or like you'll enter into a you know big dark area and you'll like hear like a hammering happening from somewhere. And it's like okay, is there like a 
blacksmith like somewhere right. further down here I can get to like there's very there's very intentional like cues in certain areas that like you know they're they're playing something or trying to like guide you or let you know that something is there with mm-hmm. like the sound and I think that that's also like once again just very good attention to detail very intentional um and it like works well in guiding you into kind of new and exciting adventures in this very long game yeah <laughs> yep, very long meandering adventures in this game yeah the places you'll go there's so many right 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that's another thing worth mentioning is just the variety of areas and enemies and everything in here is kind of staggering just how much there is um and you know i could get into spoilers and talk about some like late game areas and all that stuff i probably won't do that but it is you know, when, once you beat it and you just think back on like the whole like journey and all the like, everywhere you've been, it's just it's pretty nuts just to think about. Um, yeah, there's the sheer variety of areas and enemies and yeah, and all of that and the sounds that they make. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, uh, one, will, one will think like, how did I even get here? Like the, the path yeah. to get to this place I am was so long for this like side quest thing. Like I've been doing mm-hmm. this wandering down this random cave mine shaft whatever and then i like walked into this zone and then i found this thing and you're like it's uh it's easy to get lost for sure anything else on the sound sound front you want to touch on you know i'm 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 sure i could find things but i think i think that that's probably um that's probably about it for me anything on your end i don't think so cool game yeah elden ring if you haven't played it yet would recommend um Definitely check it out. Or maybe wait until the DLC drops. I think it's June, yeah. I believe. If it's not on it's sale like, now, I'm sure there'll be sales on the base game at some point, probably. Yeah, absolutely. But a cool game, mm-hmm. good music, creepy sounds, visceral sounds, yep. desolate sounds. <laughs> Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Cool. Is it time for minor updates? Minor updates. Would you like to go first this week? Sure. Um, So my minor update is um, kind of an obscure pick. But (laughs) so uh, there is an RPG coming out, I think, March 8th called Unicorn Overlord, which is the best name of a game I've ever heard. Um, It is made by Vanillaware, who are known for like 13 Sentinels and like Odin Sphere and a few other games. Um, Generally, I think Regard is like a pretty good like pretty, pretty, pretty great developer. They've had very few misses, if any. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this game is a tactics game. It's very much inspired by like tactics ogre and like ogre battle and like Final Fantasy tactics and kind of that whole vibe there. Um, and uh, yeah, the reason. So the game itself is cool. The demo came out. I've been playing it. Um, and I remember like when I first booted up, the music was very much impressive to me. But yeah. that is not my minor update. My minor update. Is the 16-bit arrangement version of uh, the tracks nice. in the game that are included in the collector's edition, which I have not been able to listen to all of because the game is not out yet. However, um, there is a preview of these um, 16-bit arrangement tracks on um, the YouTube page for this company um, who has made it, and it's cool to me for a few reasons one this game looks and kind of feels like a throwback to those like those games i mentioned like ogre battle is kind of like ps1 ps maybe two uh like kind of old school strategy games um kind of using older like sound chips and everything Mm -hmm. 
And the company that they hired to remix these tracks for this kind of like 16-bit arrangement um, is actually headed, I think, founded by the original composer of like Final Fantasy Tactics oh, and like cool. some of those older games. So it's like a cool like callback to like have yeah. him come and like do all this, which is pretty cool. And they sound very much like they would have been in one of those like way earlier nice. games. Yeah. Like it, it's very fitting. That's awesome. Um, I'll play a clip of them. I just thought it was like a very cool. Yeah, what a it's fun probably going to convince me to buy the <laughs> collector's edition just because it's like a very cool artifact. This feels like I'd be playing this on the Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. Like, it's very well done. So like, I'm always impressed when someone's able to take, like, music and make it sound so authentically, like, old like that. I know it's not that hard because we have, like, modern tools for it. But it's still impressive to me to be able to, like, evoke that so well. Yeah, that's that's super that's super well done. Anyway, the game yeah. looks cool, too. So mm-hmm. I've been very much impressed with it. But I just thought that was a very fun, um, I don't know, cool way for them to kind of, like, honor, like, the their inspirations and, you know, have a... Fun, fun arrangement. Yeah, so yeah, nice. that's my Unicorn Overlord 16-bit arrangement. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, cool. My minor update is another, uh, it's kind of fitting with the theme of things that are getting an update soon, but it's an older thing. Cool. So the uh, Dune Part 2 is coming out in like a week, give or take, depending on when you're, when you're listening to this, but about a week after this should be up. Um, and... Hans Zimmer did the score for one and two, and he's also, uh, so specifically the Dune score is great in and of itself, but that's not technically my minor update. And this is again, an older thing, but I think it's a good, if you haven't listened to this and you're into like music and scores, I'd recommend you go check this out before you go see Dune two. Um, there's this podcast I like a lot called song exploder. Uh, Nathan and I have both listened to it for a long time. And anyway, podcast, it's a great podcast. Uh, I won't talk about it too much, but in general, uh, Hans Zimmer, there's an episode shortly after Dune or before the first Dune, uh, recent Dune movie came out, um, in which Hans Zimmer is a guest on the podcast and he talks about how he kind of c- composed and put together the pieces for the the film at large and specifically the the track uh, Paul's Dream, which is like the kind of... Da, 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 like the big, the main, the main kind of theme of Dune. Um, yeah, that again, that that, that that's a, it's a very cool song. Uh, and but that podcast episode is it's kind of an an interesting peek into a very eclectic kind of composer's brain. Cause he, he doesn't compose like Williams who we've talked about as well. He's much more like focused on the kind of uh, like the instruments he chooses to use and kind of how that might transport someone into a world via like how we think about music and like what might be normal sounding in, in the, in the episode, he goes in depth about how, like we probably wouldn't hear violins in Dune world. Like it doesn't feel appropriate to have violins mm-hmm. playing in this bizarro kind of like distant future, uh, you know, hegemonized yeah. society thing. Anyway, um, it's a great episode. We probably won't have a clip here cause I don't want to put a clip of a podcast in the podcast, but <laughs> we'll have a link. Go check it out. And that, that Song Exploder overall is a great, it's a great, it's like oh, my yeah. favorite podcast. Super probably. fun. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm used to Song Exploder and I haven't been keeping up with it that well. So this is on me more than anything. 
but I'm used to that usually just being like a song from a band yeah. or or something like that. Mm-hmm. So hearing like a Hans Zimmer episode sounds like a pretty cool and different yeah. kind of deep dive into into all of that. So yeah, that's the norm for sure. You, the episodes are usually like just musicians, but uh, this one is talking about the the Dune score. It's good stuff. Awesome. We will link it in the show notes. Cool. And I'll pipe in uh, Paul's theme, Paul's dream. Yes, yes, Paul's dream, not Paul's theme. Not Paul's theme, Paul's dream, which is also kind of kind of a theme. It's kind of a theme. I would say most people would think that's the Dune song, but uh, cool. Um, That's probably a wrap, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. Where where can people find us? We are octetpod.com. We are octetpod on social media. Um, You can find a link to the Discord in the show notes and on the website. Um, I think that's it, right? I think so. Cool. Thank Elden you. Ring, Elden Unicorn Ring. Overlord, and Hans Zimmer. Yeah, what an episode. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good, good stuff. Cool. Good time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we'll catch you next time. Until next time. Bye.